Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Hucett Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. And welcome back to Calling All Sports. I'm your host, Mark Ovenden, along with Jay Elson today from Midco Sports. And just a reminder, coming up on Saturday is our next-to-last tournament. It's the final regular season Lynx and Line of Cougars event down at the Bridgers and Beersford. Call today to get your tee time, 605-763-2202. I can't even swing yet because of my shoulder and my prostate cancer surgery. is. I could probably play because of that, but i got a bum wing right now that I'm rehabbing. But I still am going to go. I've got a team where I'll chip and putt. That's what I've been doing all summer, and... That's okay. I mean, it's got me out there on the golf course, and if, if I wasn't able to do that, I'd be going, I'd be going crazy. Yeah, but I've had no birdie dances for you. Oh yeah, I I've mean, been doing shoot. birdie dances. Yeah, well, you bet. I'm just uh, saying, if you couldn't. Oh yeah, no, that would be. I'd end up, uh, I'd end up being in a facility. I think probably <laughs> so, and, and absolutely need counseling to the nth degree. But anyway, we have a tournament on Saturday, so you can play. It's a four-person scramble, and. The winner of that tournament goes to our, our summer skip day championship flight. Jay, you got to get a team together for one of these. I do. Uh, I know Saturday might be short notice down in Beersford, but our summer skip day is the one you got to come play. It's, it's, uh, July 28th, Madison Country Club. It's a 10 o'clock shotgun and I'm hoping to get a full field and we're raising money for feeding South Dakota with the tournament and I, I gather all kinds of cool prizes and, um, in fact, I got some prizes from Houston Speedway when I was out there last week uh, for our tournament. So all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, the number at Madison is 605-256-3991. And again, that's a shotgun, so you're not calling for a tee time. You're calling to reserve a spot in the tournament. This Saturday, it's tee times at the Bridges in Beersford, and that's 605-763-2202. Mark Dobmeyer joins us. Uh, I, I think he's home, but... Uh, Mark's a guy that probably considers Houston Speedway almost like a second home, don't you, Mark? I, I sure do. You know, River City is the uh, home track where I grew up and uh, where I reside here in Grand Forks, North Dakota. But I've uh, definitely put in a lot of laps around Houston Speedway and uh, spend my uh, my next step, my next go-to track since uh, since River City. So I definitely call it my second home track. I, I'm guessing I've been covering you for twenty. Oh, is it twenty five <laughs> years, maybe? Easy now. You're trying to you're trying to make me feel old here a little bit. Come on. <laughs> well, it's been a while, and I'm 68, Mark, so I get a little forgetful. Come on, give me a break. I've been yeah, here for 45 yeah. years. Can you believe that? <laughs> I've been going pretty hard. 99 was my first full time year in sprint cars, and uh, I'd say about the old 405 ish is when I started showing up at Houston Speedway. And it's uh, you know it's kind of funny. I've been going out for quite a few years now, but I still. For some reason, I still feel like the the young the young kid just kind of getting into it. But obviously, we've got some experience. We've been around for a while, so we're uh, we're still plugging away at it, having fun. So, Mark, uh, you know, obviously, this season has been you know an interesting one in terms of just your time in a car and and uh, coming off the injury. Uh, for those that don't know, you were injured in a in a, a fire incident down in I think it was Arizona back in March and and had a quite the lengthy recovery from that but uh when you first climb back into the car you, you win your first race at river cities but my question would be i mean was there any apprehension because you've always been that guy i mean you're, you're called dynamite for a reason right i mean you love to rip the lip as you like to say and 
And so was there any apprehension climbing back in? I mean, you had the back injury a couple of years ago that took a while to get back from. Then the burns this year and, and all that all that went into that. So was there any, did fear or anything like it ever set in as you tried to get going this season around home? Uh, not, not really. I'm a pretty determined guy, and uh, when I set my mind at something, I usually uh, usually accomplish it and get it done. And uh, obviously uh, three, three, three years ago with the back injury, um, I was, hang on, what's that? that? You got to take a message. I'm on home. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> That's all right. Um, uh, we're running a radio shop here, too, and we're really busy in the summertime. So, <laughs> um, but with the, with the back injury three years ago, I was forced to sit out for a whole year because I, I had a burst fracture in my, my L4 lower vertebrae. And, uh, the, the vertebrae actually half of it pretty much disappeared and disintegrated into small, small pieces. So, they had to go and put screws and rods in there and do a back fusion on three, four, and five together. But I was forced to sit out for a year there because we were uh, uh, waiting for bone to grow and wait for it was to be strong enough to ever take an impact again, basically. So that was kind of a that was a, that was a frustrating one because I, I felt good, you know, after a few months, but you couldn't do nothing about it but sit and watch the racing. And uh, so I, I was determined then. I jumped right back in, and then uh, this spring here, obviously, we're racing in Arizona down at Casa Grande. And uh, had a fire in the car. There was no accident or anything. It just uh, had a fuel leak in the engine compartment, and uh, it was coming through with some orifices and some holes in the dash, like where your throttle linkages and stuff. And and uh, it sprayed on my leg. And then when it uh, when it lit up, I didn't have much of a choice but I slowed down and spun it out and jumped out and rolled around. And they didn't have the fire crew they should have, um, but they did eventually get there and uh, and get me out. And then uh, got me to the hospital to get taken care of. But uh, yeah, it was a lengthy process. We had to do some skin grafts down in Arizona, and I was stuck there for about a week and a half. And then uh, I actually snuck out there a little bit early <laughs> and uh, jumped on a flight and got home. And then I had to go to Minneapolis, and they ended up doing more grafts up here once I got closer to home. So uh, ended up being a couple months before we got rocking and rolling. But fortunately, it uh, it all started early enough where I could uh, jump in basically the first race around this area is about the time that I was able to get cleared and, and get healed up enough to do it again. So. Um, not much apprehension. I just, uh, very determined guy. I wanted to get back at it and, uh, just jump right back in and, and, uh, prove that I could do it and then we can still learn and get faster yet. So, uh, we jumped right back in, won a race in, uh, River City Speedway and then, uh, we've been solid at Houston's but just kind of, uh, struggled a little bit, a little bit off. And I feel like the last, uh, last couple of weeks here we've, uh, picked up a few things and got some more speed. So I'm, uh, I'm really looking forward to this, uh, second half of the year. And you had a nice win over Jackson too. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, we picked up one uh, just a couple weeks ago, and that's kind of that's kind of the area where we started finding a few more things and uh, picking up a few more, a little bit more speed. So um, uh, we carried it through last weekend, but didn't didn't have our best qualifying results. So that kind of hurt us a lot last weekend in the big show at Houston. But uh, you know, we're we're learning stuff. We keep uh, trying new stuff with these new tires, and we're we're finding out how far we can go certain ways. And uh, I think we're uh, we're finally getting dialed in here, and I think you're going to see some big speed out of this Buffalo Wild Wings car here in the second half of the year. Big difference between you and a lot of the drivers. Uh, we had David Gravel on the show on Monday, and he kind of leaves all that stuff to his crew. You're yep. a little more hands-on because that's what you do, right? I mean, it's this, yeah, uh, absolutely. You so, can't, I, so I'm my, guessing you can't help yourself. Yeah. Well, the biggest biggest difference is, uh, I mean, that's their job. That's what they do for a living. You know, like David Gravel. That's that's his occupation. He travels around the country and races sprint cars. I've I've never been smart enough to figure out how to do that, so I always got to have a regular job, and I usually end up paying for a lot of it um, on my own and with sponsors and stuff. So, I, uh, I I run a radiator shop in town here, Forks Radiator, and then I also run a bail bond shop, um, Dobbmeyer Insurance and Bail Bonds, and uh, 
between that and uh, and racing and everything, the guy stays pretty busy. But uh, it's it's basically me and my my crew is based off of friends and family that have helped me out a lot over the years. Um, so we all run regular jobs. So it's kind of a kind of a rigorous schedule to be honest. I mean, we we work all day eight to eight to six or so, and go home and we usually work on race car stuff all you know all night long until eleven o'clock or whatever whenever we get our stuff done. You know, so there's uh, not many days off or anything just to uh, to rest and take it easy. So. That's about the only way we can we can float it and make it happen. So that's the way we do it. So, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but technically, you're Dobbs, the bounty hunter. Then, <laughs> I guess I guess I, was, I, I couldn't pass that up. I've, Dobbs, the bounty yeah. hunter. I, I mean, if you didn't have dynamite well established as your nickname, I feel like bounty hunter might be a great one for a sprint car driver. <laughs> That'd be awesome. You bet. Well, actually, back in the day, my dad obviously raced sprint cars before I did, and that's who kind of got me going in it. But uh, when I was racing uh, go-karts and he was running sprint cars way back when, um, he had actually had some shirts made that said Bounty Hunter Racing and had a picture of the go-kart and the sprint car and all kinds of stuff on it. And you see him run around once in a while yet, but, you know. Something to capitalize on. Just think about it. Yeah. You know, the boys are racing now. Maybe one of them becomes the Bounty Hunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have, I mean, this racing deal keeps us really busy in the summer times. You know, it's uh, it's, a, it's a rigorous schedule, like I said. So last night, uh, was Wednesday night is go-kart night. Yep. Um, and you got to, of course, you got to work on go karts too. So usually Mondays is wash night, work on race cars. Tuesday is work on race cars, go kart nights. We're racing Wednesday, Thursday you finish up. Friday you're back racing. It's just crazy. But uh, my youngest boy took he took a little time off. He raced uh, go karts up until like midway through the year last year, and he just he turned to me and said, "Dad, I don't want to race anymore." So he uh, he he took a year off, and then this week he came to me on. Uh, on Monday night, I think it was, and he goes, Dad, I'm 50-50. I go, 50-50 what? He goes, I might race go-karts Wednesday. I'm like, okay, well, let me know. And then about an hour later, he's like, yep, Dad, I'm racing. So <laughs> Tuesday night, I pulled an extra go-kart out of the barn, and we uh, went to work, and he, he came back racing last uh, last night. So it was a, it was a lot of fun. I had my oldest in two classes, and then my youngest was in uh, was in the junior ones, and we had a lot of fun last night. So awesome. There's nothing quite like watching your kids do stuff and knowing <laughs> they are loving it. Regardless oh, yeah. of whether it's your passion or not, when you see they're passionate about it, if he if he went away from it for a little while and then he came back, that brings me around to my next question, because you've had two serious things go wrong. We actually did a story on Dave Houck did a really cool story on you for our Dakota News Now Sports Cast when you were going through the back injury. Obviously, mm-hmm. you've had two times now where you've been taken away for a period of time from the sport. Now that you're back into it, do you appreciate it all the more? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, uh, racing is what I've grown up with, um, and it's it's what I, it's been my passion. It's been my love. Um, obviously, it's not for money because I I have to pay a lot, pay a lot for it, and even to do it. But uh, I mean, it, it's it's for the thrill of it. I mean, that's I mean, if you uh, if you win a race, I mean, big or small, no matter what, you get out. Just the feeling you get after that race is is unbelievable to see. Uh, see all the people on their feet and see the reaction of the fans and just uh just having fun doing it you know so that's what it's all about and that's what's kept me, kept my drive going through all these years as far as your love for houston speedway uh as somebody that has been coming here for almost 20 years racing i stand corrected not 25 sorry because <laughs> um, the math tells me 18 years actually, <laughs> if that's the case um, yeah, I need is, every year I can <laughs> well and, and 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 you know when the racetrack was shut down for four years mm. or whatever it was and then it came back. I mean, it's come back with a vengeance in such a good way. That's got to make you feel good to know that this is going to be just continuing to get bigger and better. Look what happened Saturday night. My gosh. 
the biggest purse yeah, in the history of sprint car driving. Yep, and it's awesome that it's happening right here close to close to home. Um, and it, you know the track, you know, you know, it was Houston Speedway forever, and it was kind of that's that's the way everything was going. And then, and then we had that period where it sold the Badlands Speedway, and there was there was huge things happening there. I mean, the humongous renovations, ton of money spent on it. Things were looking great, but then you know when somebody changes their mind, they change their mind, and then it's it's vacant, you know. And that was really depressing to uh, drive by there and see everything closed down, knowing what it, what it could be and what could happen. And uh, Todd Quirin, thankfully, has has stepped in, and he is a, he's an awesome guy for the sport. He's uh, he's done so much with Jackson Motorplex and uh, with Houston Speedway, and you know he's not doing it to uh, to turn a profit. I sure hope he is at the end of the day, but. He's a guy that that's doing it to get big races in this area to uh, to make good sprint car racing, and uh, you know they'll work on things like the track prep probably hasn't been where, where they wanted it, where anybody wanted it earlier this year. But they they worked their butts off to figure things out, try different things, and then we hit the biggest show of the year, and they absolutely nailed it every night for yeah. track prep. I mean they, it's just it's crazy what's going on, and they, they're doing a great job. It's they're just kind of ironing out and figuring out where they need to be and what what needs to happen, and they're doing a fabulous job doing it. Yeah, it's uh, Houston's is such a history-rich venue, obviously, and that's what I think made it hurt for so many people when when we didn't know what was going to happen. Is it going to stay closed? Is it going to tear it down? Oh, I thought it was never coming uh, back. I mean, I I was I was pretty sure someone out there. I didn't know Todd, but I was pretty sure someone was going to step up and say, "No, I can't let this happen." Although then you yeah. you, you look down the road in Lincoln, Nebraska, and we just lost Eagle, and that right. that's been closed for less than a year. It's already torn up. You know, so the idea of, I don't know if people appreciate that wholly yet. If you see those pictures, that could have been Houston's. It could have yeah. been. And now all yeah. of a sudden, I, I would argue that Houston's is, is reached a peak that even for it, it has never reached before. Oh, is that, I, is that fair to say? I mean, yeah. you're bringing in, you know, record setting races like this and you're seeing the kind of commitment out of the owner and the GM, uh, and the drivers for that matter that we've seen over these last couple of years since Todd's taken over. And I just feel like, it wasn't that long ago where people were getting concerned about the future of sprint car racing as a whole, and now all of a sudden here we are, and, and we're it's like they're trying to outdo each other with these payouts, and they're 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 getting Absolutely. people to race again and love it like they used to because they can afford to do it and they can compete for big things and 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 be a be a part of something special again. It's, it's absolutely amazing to see what can happen when uh, when the right person's where they need to be. You know, he's like I said, he's. He's not doing it to turn a profit. I mean, I think he's doing it a way where he maybe can, but it's, uh, when, when, uh, when the owner puts back into the racers and they have a good relationship building, it's amazing the events and the things that can happen, you know? That's, that's, that's doesn't happen in all areas and, uh, I wish it would because it's, uh, it's very cool what can happen. And I think with the previous regime, one of the things that got that set off on the wrong foot immediately was, was the, the negative, uh, attitude towards a place like Knoxville. And, and and I think in this sport, it's it's really important to work together. Yes, you all want to attract cars, and you you all yeah. want to race and and have your moments. Look at what's happening now. Knoxville took last week off, so that Absolutely. Todd and, and, and Houston could have their moment. And and then you look at the week before. One thing I want to bring up was where the tracks are working together. So we had a a combined weekend, yeah. uh, the border, border battle. battle. You know, so we raced Jackson Friday, Knoxville uh, Saturday, and then Sioux Falls Sunday. And then you have extra people like Greg Parent that came in, and he offered any team that made all three events $800 tow money. So that helps mm-hmm. everybody out tremendously in diesel fuel and everything to uh, to make that swing, you know. So 
just to get tracks to work together. And they were all $10,000 purses on top of it. You know, it's, yep. uh, it's absolutely amazing things that are happening. I just can't wait to see uh, what's going to happen in the future, you know, cause they all seem to be uh, throwing out ideas and, and trying different stuff and then, and then building off of them too. So. I don't a lot think of, uh, a lot of good things are, are looking up in this area right now. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I don't think we're far off from seeing some sort of series, you know, season long points deal, maybe, you know, a couple of month, couple of races per month or something where we see that Jackson, Knoxville, Houston's weekend happening where the border yeah. battle maybe becomes a little bit more of a regular thing so that absolutely. You, you just kind of, you know, these drivers get a chance to drive at all these different places and compete for big things and, and uh, I, I, they started talking about that at the end of the Chuck Brennan era before he closed it, like where they were going to do something, where they were going to work together and have like mm-hmm. a, a three-night weekend deal. And, and it didn't mm-hmm. happen because of what happened with Husits. But then I, I wouldn't be shocked at all if, if we had that direction at some point. Yeah. I will say one thing. <laughs> that weekend last weekend, it definitely reminded me, um, so back in the day for nine years straight when I was racing with Dave Lunster, oh, yeah. we would race we would race Friday night Grand Forks, <laughs> Saturday Knoxville, Sunday Sioux Falls, and then like I said, we're workers, so we go back to work on Monday morning. And uh, you know, I hadn't done that stretch for, for quite a few years <laughs> and then and uh, we did it the other weekend and I don't know how the heck I did that for nine years straight every weekend because that is that's for, it's a fourteen hundred mile round trip and it's uh it's a jaunt and it's grueling because every night you're driving through the night you know, to get to the track for the next day. And then you still got to work on your car and get it all done. And we're, uh, my butt was dragging at work here that for about three days. <laughs> that, that for the first part of that next hey, week. That, so. That's that age you didn't want to talk about right there. Mark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I can, I can admit it a little bit here and there, you know, <laughs> I, I was actually going to ask you about that, but you answered the question, 1400 miles in three days. Mm-hmm. And, and you literally, even if you're just doing driving down here and doing Houston's you're it's Sunday night, which I love. I was so glad they kept that. Uh, but that also means you're driving home in the middle of the night to Grand Forks from here, and we're talking what five and a half hour drive to get home, it's, and it's about four and a half to five hours, you know. So it's uh, oh, you drive we get out of the track by eleven o'clock. We can be home by three thirty, usually something like that. And you know, we've done that trek so much. I think we have actually have an autopilot on our semi where you just press a button <laughs> and magically you show up at Grand Forks, you know. <laughs> so how nice is it though to have the High Bank Nationals when you got? Four straight days, even with all that stuff around it, bookending it on either end, mm-hmm. you got four straight days, three, four straight nights of great races out of Houston. That's got to be the highlight of the year, along with Knoxville Nationals. Oh, absolutely. In fact, I, I, to be honest, I think I enjoyed the high banks probably more than I did Knoxville, to be honest. And it's, uh, it's four straight nights where you're racing for good money. And, uh, it's just, uh, it's just a great event. And the way they have the, the format set up, I mean, it, I think it took everybody about two nights before anyone understood how the format actually was. <laughs> but, you know, you got to qualify good and then they do a big a six car invert, but then you got to race just as good to stay up in the points and get into everything. And it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, you can't just be a good qualifier and, and live off of that. You got to be able to race too. So it's, uh, it's a good way of, uh, mixing it all up and, and, uh, getting the cream to rise to the top, I guess. So. Mark Dobmeyer has been our guest here on Calling All Sports. We're so glad to have you back out on the track. I was worried about it and uh, just thrilled to find out that you're okay and you're you're back doing what you love to do. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're doing great. And, uh, I mean, the, the, the wounds are all healed up. And, in fact, the physical therapists are about ready to uh, say you're on your own here pretty quick. So things are going really good, and we're back in the car and uh, getting some speed back, getting comfortable, and uh, we're ready to get this Buffalo Wild Wings Lunster Motor Car up front every night. 
I love the fact that you broke out of the hospital down in Arizona and <laughs> took off early. Yeah, well, they, it was kind of funny. I got a quick story about that. Um, they uh, So the, the big doctor only comes in once in a while, you know, and she came in, I think it was on a Monday or something like that, and she comes in and she's like, well, you're looking good, da-da-da, and I said, okay, what do I got to do to get out of here? And she says, well, you got to show me that you can uh, do some physical therapy, that you can walk with a walker. You got to be able to change your bandages um, between you and your wife without any IV drugs. So any of the heavy drugs, you could do some some pill drugs, but nothing heavy. And then uh, what was the third thing? There was that physical therapy, and there was one other thing anyway. And uh, oh, it was, it was changing the bandages and then doing it without drugs. And uh, I said, okay. I said, that's it. They're like, yep. As soon as you do that, you can get out of here. I said, okay. I'm booking my ticket right now. I said, I'll be out of here tonight. <laughs> and she's like, no, 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 I wouldn't do that. I said, no, I'm doing it right now. And I, like I said, I'm a determined guy. So I literally booked, I called Todd LaHaye's with Buffalo Wild Wings, and he actually, uh, he helped me out a lot through everything. And he uh, he booked a, a first-class ticket the next day out for me. And, and I, I went through and I did everything that day. And uh, I, I, <laughs> once they finally actually released you, I'm like, geez, maybe I did that a little too early. You know, I can barely walk yet or do anything. But we uh, we managed to get through it and get it out and then get where we needed to be to closer to home to get fixed up. So it was all good. All right, Mark. Thanks a bunch. We'll see you soon, okay? You bet. Thank you. Mark Dodmeyer, our guest here in Calling All Sports. We'll be right back. Does every home in your neighborhood look the same? Looking to give your home a little more pizzazz? A new garage door from Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls is the easy way to give your home that new, refreshed look. We offer a variety of styles and options to fit any type of home. Stand out in the crowd and contact Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls. Now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. This guy had more issues with his eyes. The minute he first came out of surgery, he walked in with a huge grin on his face. And for the first time since he was a little kid, he could see perfect. Going to Vance Thompson Vision was an easy experience. If you're going to trust your eyes to anybody, trust them to a leader in that field. When it came time for me to make a decision about where we were going to go for my LASIK surgery, there was no question that it would be Vance Thompson Vision. Call 877-522-EYES to schedule a free consultation. Jeff Gould here. One of our daughters bought a mattress online for only $400. It's 18 months later. She's moving out. Leaving the mattress behind says it was a waste of money. That's why I tell people, go to Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. Yes, price is important. More is who you buy it from. Don't waste your time and money on the cheap stuff. Get quality. Visit Comfort King Mattress Factory. They're the best in the market. Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. Sweet dreams and better health await you. Orthopedic pain shouldn't disrupt every part of your life. You sit out when others head out. You find yourself saying, not today, when you really wish you could. If you've been avoiding the activities you used to love, make a change. The expert team at Sanford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine can guide you through a full scope of orthopedic care. We have surgical and non-surgical treatment options that manage your pain to get you back in action. Because life is better with the freedom to move. Learn more at SanfordHealth.org. You hear me talking about great life every day for a reason. And it's not just because my son Nick Ovenden is the president. Actually, Dad, I honestly don't know if there's anybody who gets more out of their membership than you. And that's just with the golf you play. You spent half that time at the Uh, fitness centers. What are you implying? (laughs) 
that I'd love to have you work out with me every morning at 6 a.m. I don't think so. How about waiting until I'm awake? Well, good thing most of our facilities are open 24 hours a day, and we've got a friendly, knowledgeable staff that'll help you get started or even keep you on track if you need to be, Dad. Let's change the subject. When are you adding new golf courses? Well, we're always looking ahead for our members. So in addition to the courses that we have in the region, we also have Great Life courses in Kansas City, Topeka, and now Arizona. Now you're talking. Hey, hey, can you help me hit it further, too? Yep, any time of day. But as for straighter, I sure can't help with that. (laughs) I I know that. (laughs) But our golf pros certainly can. (laughs) Give us a call or stop by any of our locations to see what we're all about. Or go to joingreatlife.com. Live, play, better at Great Life. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Lewis Drug, Great Life Health and Fitness, and Fireplace Pros. So, Jay Elson, real quick, your favorite meal at Arby's, and how often do you get to Lewis? Uh, you know what? I like the uh, the traditional beef and cheddar at, at Arby's. It's yeah. hard to beat that. And the Arby's sauce. And then uh, Lewis, you know, we just stopped there, found our, our dog food. Our, our previous supplier stopped selling it. And then randomly we were able to find it at Lewis. So they saved the day. We don't have to switch dog food. They always save Big the day. Big time. You know, I wish they sold air conditioners. <laughs> right now would be would go a long way. They do, don't they? Don't they I, at least have window units? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad you can't smell us. This is just gross. Uh thanks for listening today. The air conditioning unit is supposed to be fixed tomorrow. They're working on it right now. Sorry, Jay, about today. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Hag Realtors, Pusett Speedway, Comfort King, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. Hey, Sioux Falls.